Open your Bibles, if you will, to Psalm 106. Psalm 106. Let me thank you for your kind remembrance of my birthday. Actually, I was trying to keep that a secret. Uh, uh, it's no longer possible for me to deny that I'm old. So, but thank you. You follow in your copies now as I read, um, beginning at verse 6. I'm going to read through verse 22. Of Psalm 106. Both we and our fathers have sinned. We have committed iniquity. We have done wickedness. Our fathers, when they were in Egypt, did not consider your wondrous works. They did not remember the abundance of your steadfast love, but rebelled by the sea at the Red Sea. Yet he saved them for his namesake, that he might make known his mighty power. He rebuked the Red Sea, and it became dry, and he led them through the deep as through a desert. So he saved them from the hand of the foe and redeemed them from the power of the enemy. And the waters covered their adversaries. Not one of them was left. Then they believed his words. They sang his praise. But they soon forgot his words, his works. They did not wait for his counsel, but they had a wanton craving in the wilderness and put God to the test in the desert. He gave them what they asked, but sent a wasting disease among them. When men in the camp were jealous of Moses and Aaron, the Holy One of the Lord, the earth opened and swallowed up Dathan and covered the company of Abiram. Fire also broke out in their company. The flame burned up the wicked. They made a calf in Horeb and worshipped a metal image. They exchanged the glory of God for the image of an ox that eats grass. They forgot God, their Savior, who had done great things in Egypt, wondrous works in the land of Ham, and awesome deeds by the Red Sea. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our God, that, that endures forever. Let me um, say again, as I normally do, uh, for the sake of those who are new to Gracie Van and, and are visitors perhaps this morning, um, ten times a year we celebrate the, the Lord's Supper. Actually, we celebrate the Lord's Supper 12 times a year. Uh, we do it once a month, but uh, two of those times is at night, around Christmas and around Easter. So ten times a year um, we observe this sacrament. And that means shorter sermons, which I know will make many of you very happy. <laughs> but, but let me tell you why the shorter sermons. It's, it's because, guys, worship, worship is a corporate event. Yes, it is. But it's also a, an individual event. It's a, it's a private event. And so once a month, we change the burden from the pulpit to the pew. And we say to you, via this sacrament, we want you to spend time alone, um, personally, individually, quietly, in your own worship service there in the pew. There's a sense in which, guys, we force you to participate. Because you're going to have some things in your hands. And you're going to have to think out what it is that's going on. And so my job on these Sundays is simply to 
is, is to simply whet your appetite for the real service of worship, which is going to take place right where you sit. You know what this is? Uh, this is a picture that was taken on the 23rd of December. I took it. I want to tell you about it. Um, it's, it's my three grandchildren, or three of my seven grandchildren. We've already settled that I'm old. <laughs> okay. Um, but this is three, my, my three DC, uh, grandchildren. And after church on the 23rd, um, I, that afternoon, I, took them, along with their dad, out to the Wolf Chase Mall. Now, that was my first mistake. <laughs> but I was I was just determined to have my little two-and-a-half-year-old granddaughter ride that carousel out there. Well, that didn't work out so good. Um, uh, she was afraid of the thing and um, ended up not wanting... I mean, she wouldn't get close to me on it, uh, and she wouldn't get on any of the horses, but she got in one of those little carriages with her daddy. So that didn't work out too well. But then... Then we went to uh, Build-A-Bear. Now, you know what Build-A-Bear is. Um, I took all three of them into Build-A-Bear, and you get this thing, and you blow it up with this stuff, and, you know, dress it, and all this, and get a heart in it. And, I mean, it's really a, it's a gimmick. Uh, it's a, <laughs> and it ain't a cheap one either. Um, but, um, but anyway, uh, in between Build-A-Bear and the carousel, we stopped at uh, the Dairy Queen. I had a coupon. And it was buy one blizzard, get one blizzard free. And so, I mean, granddaddy was going to buy, uh, you know, Big Jim was going to buy um, a blizzard for the three kids. And, you know, uh, so we ended up with two peppermint blizzards. Now, <laughs> I to this moment do not understand how we ended up with peppermint blizzards. Particularly in light of the fact that my grandson didn't like peppermint. I don't know how. I mean, but there was a, a throng of people. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe that was what happened. I don't know. But um, we ended up with two peppermint blizzards. And this is a picture of my three grandchildren. Um, the two little girls just pleased as punch with um, with their blizzards. And my grandson in this picture, <laughs> um, he's not altogether happy in this picture. You know what? Um, I took this picture. I, I was in this event. But I had forgotten all about this until Susie um, brought these pictures home Tuesday. And I'm looking through these pictures, and I remember this. I remember this whole thing, you know, very vividly as a result of, of this picture. Now guys, um, I'm telling you that not because I think you have any real interest in my, how I, my family celebrated Christmas. I, I'm not doing that. I'm telling you that, that story because I, I am convinced that there are some similarities between this and this. They, um, in, in one sense, they operate on you in the same way. They perform the, the same function. 
in, in, in some ways. You know, guys, nobody had a camera in the Old Testament. Nobody, uh, nobody took a picture on the day when Israel walked through the Red Sea on dry ground. Nobody looked around and snapped a picture of, of that dry ground on which they walked. Psalm 106 and Psalm 105, but we're looking at Psalm 106. Uh, Psalm 106 is a review of redemptive history. Um, and its focus in Psalm 106 is on a, just a handful of events. But the event that is mentioned the most often in Psalm 106 is the parting of the Red Sea and Israel walking through dry shod at that event. But the psalm points out that the unbelievable had happened. They had forgotten. They had forgotten that event of passing through the Red Sea. Did you notice? I tried to emphasize it when I read it. Verse 7 they did not remember this, the abundance of your steadfast love. Verse 13, but they soon forgot his works. They did not wait for his counsel. And then verse 21, which is, I guess, the apex, the psalmist says, they forgot God, their Savior. Guys, the, the, the act of remembering in the Old Testament was more than just a reference to some kind of intellectual activity. The act of remembering in the Old Testament implied things. It applied um, the actions of faith and obedience. And, um, and you can see it in the psalm. That's what, that's what the psalmist is communicating. He says, they forgot, and as a result of their forgetting, they did this, 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 and this. These people's faith was was short-lived, and it was evidenced in their their forgetting, which then led to their disobedience. Look at verse 6. Both we and our fathers have sinned. And then verse 7, they did not remember. Verse 14 uh, verse 13 says they forgot his works. And then in verse 14, they had a wanton craving in the, in the wilderness. Then verse 19, they made a calf in Horeb and worshipped a metal image. Verse 21, they forgot God. Do you see what the psalmist is doing, guys? He's saying as a result of their forgetting, they didn't seek the counsel of the Lord. No, no, no. In fact... Not only did the United States seek his counsel, they developed this wanton craving for, for this, that, and the other. It doesn't get specific as to what the craving is, but they, there's a wanton craving amongst them. So much so, they, they ended up fashioning a metal calf and worshiping it. Why? Because they forgot. They forgot. They they have very short memories spiritually. Now, guys, um, 
Forgetting what happened at the Wolf Chase Mall, that's excusable. But forgetting God's redemptive acts has a more serious consequence. Because the more we forget, the more we are likely to um, spurn his counsel, to crave the unhealthy, or, or to lose our sense of who we are. The less we remember, the more we sin. So, in the Old Testament, what God did, the way God designed to keep memories active, memories of him and his love alive, was that he had three festivals per year that all of Israel was required to go to. There was numerous rituals about sin offerings and wave offerings and thank offerings and all that business. And there were two sacraments. Passover and circumcision. Gang, in the New Testament, it does the same thing. Sacraments do the same thing. They're there so that we won't forget. That's what this is, guys. It's a snapshot. It's a picture. But it's one that, that, that can't be lost. You can't, you can't throw it away or tear it or the colors fade. It's a, it's a memory jogger. This is a refresher course. It's a, it's a, it's a picture once again of, of what God has done to deliver us from sin and death. Look at it. Look at it. Right in the center of it, you see, oh, there's, there's Christ. And, 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 and what did he do to deliver me? Oh, I, I remember now. It involved the shedding of his blood and the breaking of his body. Remember? Remember? Guys, I'm asking you to join me as we fight against our propensity, our tendency to forget the great acts of redemption that have been performed on our behalf. This is supposed to do at least this. Remember so that we obey and we live. Come join me as we take a long look at redemptive photography. Our Father, I do ask that you will meet us at this table. I pray that good things will stir around in our souls as a result of our being uh, together and our observing this sacrament, that your people will find something going on in their souls that they didn't know was there. 
that a sweet, a sweet taste will roll around in their souls as they remember the great work of redemption that has been accomplished for people as wicked as we are. Meet us here, O God, for Jesus' sake.